ready and break. <laughs> My light is <laughs> dying. Sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the TCAP, the Strangers Guild recap show. Grab a cup and cozy up as we talk about our favorite parts of the show. My name is Betty. I play Lady M on the show, our resident bard. I am Lovely on TikTok and Instagram. Edit this out. Oh, uh, my name is Sabrina. <laughs> I am BBEG Rita on all socials. And I play Nortia Thornwood, our wonderful wizard. Fantastic. And we are your hosts. And we've got some very special guests joining us today for the show. Special guests, if you could introduce yourself for the people. Hi. <laughs> I am Caleb the Bard on all socials. Uh, I am Caleb the DM for our Strangers Guild. And tonight I am playing none of the characters where I would usually <laughs> be the other characters. And I am here with my, my little green tea with mint and lemon. And I believe that is all I have to say. Icarus, I play Dianthus. You can find me at I-I-C-A-R-Y-S just about everywhere. And um, I'm not drinking tea. I despise it. I have a Sprite with me. I've drank half Sprite? More like Spite, baby. Hell, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just happy to be here, man. My turn. <laughs> and I am Freckle. Awesome. I play Yaro. And um, you can find me at Freckled Aquarius or Freckleworks on TikTok, Instagram, Blue Sky, you name it. All the silly little apps. <laughs> and I have um, the tea I'm drinking today. Would love to know how to say this. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. There's a name that I don't know how to say. And then there's Marigold, Mango, and Apricot in it. Ooh. That sounds delightful. Oh, yeah. It is very sweet and fruity. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, let's start sipping. Sabrina, dear, what are you sipping on this evening? As this is uh, our first stream when I am in London. A classic English breakfast tea um, with lots of sugar. And it's almost 2 a.m. So yes, it is almost breakfast time. Iconic. <laughs> what about you, Betty? Today I have green tea with lemon. And it is delightful. Lemon. What are we talking about today? Today... We are talking about the gays. Yes! The panic. Here yes! We, go. we are talking about Dianthus and Giaro. Our favorites. Our faves, indeed. Mm -hmm. I believe we spent a, a good 20 minutes talking about how much we loved them last episode. And <laughs> not that. We love them. Capital L-O-V-E, bitches. Um, I would like to redo true. the thesis for this episode. And also, if you didn't see, um, this episode is titled Time of Death. The thesis for this episode, which we will be breaking into parts, is when it's not, even when it's not you, it's you, it's always you. 
You fear everything in the world but me, and I will protect you from everything that scares you. That's so good. Thank you. First of all, to be sitting at the table when these lines are dropped between these two characters is to be witnessing a renaissance painting <laughs> in the middle of truly. creation it's truly such an honor and a gift to not only have dianthus and yara on the show today but to watch them play together it's so much fun and i can't wait to hear you guys talk about um your breakdown of these characters and what they're thinking and their little brainium craniums um because all the time i'm like what's going on up there team my god so i'm excited there is so much going on up there <laughs> <laughs> So before we jump into the clips, um, even when it's not you, it's you, it's always you, is uh, very much in reference to, um, wow, Dianthus is on the mood and still a fucking simp. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere in the galaxy. Put Dianthus anywhere Listen. in the galaxy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What mm -hmm. of it? Explain Look. yourself. I can't. Yes, and. About it. Yes, in fact, and. I'm happy about it. Listen. Moving on. Done and done. <laughs> done and done. Dude. Uh, what? He's gay. I, you know, it's. <laughs> it could be as simple as that. But I, too, when you are dead and alone for like a hundred plus years, and the first person you meet besides your bestie is like kind to you and is going to you for help that's fucking it's weird it's weird initially he did think there was something very wrong with yarrow when they met that's all right <laughs> rightfully so and, this man rolled up into your home and said help yeah, yeah. <laughs> five what five years ago from the start of in game is when they met initially mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure is what we agreed on so for five yes. years this purple guy has been showing up in my house and just like hanging out because his brother is sick and needs help i would also like to point out um caleb loves ripping these two apart yes, caleb loves they apart. let's talk about so, that um uh, uh first of all one of the clips we have is when you made everybody forget each other <laughs> rude Ooh. and then and then Diane, this is on the moon. The moon. The moon. Explain the yourself. Moon. Explain yourself before we make the people so, cry. So as a DM, <laughs> I sometimes see myself as a director. And it's very sitcom-esque, right? Where sometimes there are two characters that are just so hot for each other right off the bat. You gotta put them in different rooms, right? Like you gotta, you gotta make them work for it. Um, there was, I, I needed, right, right. I needed some obstacles, some, some, hmm. you know, stuff to persevere through, um, and that, that is how. Yeah, dying this just be dying sometimes. It's, it's a good time. Dying this do be dying sometimes. Absolutely, it does. It's what I do. <laughs> Stick to what you know. You know. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah freckle i have a question for you we know no that that for dianthus they're constantly being the one who is ripped away but for yarrow mm -hmm. how does it feel to like 
always be constantly chasing after the person yeah. that they care for the most. I think it's definitely rough out there. Um, <laughs> but I also think that it is that he doesn't mind because it is them. And they feel like, you have helped me so much. I feel like I owe you a lot, right? And so he just kind of is like, <laughs> I will do whatever I can to like make up for all the help and like the hope that you have brought into my life. Hmm. So he's just, you know, it's rough and it hurts. And <laughs> I think I it's worth it. <laughs> I have a question for the both of you. God, yeah, what's up? To set yeah. the scene a little bit. Yeah. At this point in the campaign where we just ended, end of season one, yes. do which if y'all haven't seen the finale, you need to go watch it because it's phenomenal. Um do Dianthus and Yarrow realize that one, the other person likes them, <laughs> and two, they like the other person. Do they do you think as as their players, do you think that the characters have realized that yet? Elaborate. Take turns, please. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors? Who wants to go first? Sure. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Off. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. God, Daddy, can you Rock, scoot to your right shoot. just a little bit? What's wrong Me? with us? Oh, other way, other you way. You go first. Way. All right. Thank you. <laughs> what was the question? Oh, all right. Yes. Well, okay. He... Um, I don't think they know for sure that okay. it's mutual. Yeah. And it, I think I said this literally earlier today in the DMs that Dianthus didn't realize anything. The gay panic happened on the moon. So, like, <laughs> it, ha it happened once they were separated. And for six months, his time, Yara was not there at all. That's kind of when it began to settle in. And now, in season two the next step is ignoring that. <laughs> Love it. <Work>. Iconic. <laughs> Yaro, on the other hand, um, <laughs> I think he's had, he's had a bit of a crush for a while, but he's like, I would not risk mentioning this. I will also push this down as deep as I can, but he's also <laughs> not subtle or good about being subtle. Um... But I think as, like, they've spent more time with, like, the whole, from, like, Burkhan event onward and stuff and getting, you know, having to spend, like, nearly every day together yeah. with all these people and, you know. Um, I think that definitely he absolutely has that crush there. Um, but I don't think he knows Dianthus feels that way. Even when Lady M was, like, I think he's flirting. <laughs> it did not, I don't think. We realize that that's for real. Um, just I don't know. They're like, I don't like friends. Why would I want these? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. It's just it's one sided. It's one sided. Why would they even? No, there's no way. I think the hardest part there is, um, Dianthus expresses his most like care and love for Yarrow when Yarrow's not in the room. Yeah. We're about to see that in our first clip here. Mm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and we will press play in five, four, three, two, one, play. Do I, do I get the sense that there is now a third person who's just wiped? Yeah. Oh no. 
I forgot you all. I forgot all of you. Cal, this is a spell. Either you need to do something or we need to find somebody who can break it, fix it. This is wrong. I can tell you that much. I, I feel the loss. It, everything kind of comes rushing back at that point. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Zaro feels not not to change your relationship with them uh but Go just kind of it. like your memories of them you, you feel a lot more emotion from them than than actually happened if that makes sense like you you feel oh. like their emotional extremes were a lot more obvious than than they had probably presented to you can we have caleb explain that <laughs> Yes, I, that's a, literally what I was going to say, is I would love to hear from all three of you, but the the thing that strikes me is Caleb is meddling. Caleb, Caleb is a little meddler <laughs> who likes to meddle in people's affairs. Don't want to change so, your what? relationship to them. Hello? <laughs> but the emotions so, are strong. The They're very strong. <laughs> so I'll start with, with one comment before I go into that. Uh, I do this a lot in stream when I'm like, I'm about to do something really mean to one of my players because I love playing with this group. Uh, but I'm like, my evil DM is like, mm, like a stroke the goatee moment. Uh, that being said, with Dianthus in that specific instance of just like, th this is when you deal with a recluse character like Dianthus is, it's presenting the stakes to them in a way that like maybe dianthus as someone who is not social or like maybe cares about you know their relationships with all sorts of people but that same threat and mindfulness it's just like a combat right like the the risk there is if this goes wrong you will lose that with this person if this goes wrong you might hurt if you lose this person or if you aren't strong enough you may hurt yourself if you aren't strong enough to save this person so it's it's layers of it in a way where i like the the role play and the romance to have as much weight as the combat so this is one of those moments where i was like hey y'all might be fighting stuff but like if you mess this up with emrys or with yarrow or whatever as far as that connection to Dianthus, that's a fate worse than death. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In my perspective, snaps to that. Snaps, snaps, snaps. to that. <laughs> Continuing, <Dianthus>. Yaro. <laughs> oh. The about okay. About he's, he's your little guy. I know he, he's your I, little I, guy. I do not control the little guy in my brain is the thing. He just acts. <laughs> I mean, kind of parroting what Caleb said, forgetting people for ironic reasons is like, yeah, a fate worse than death at this point in time because he already has forgotten literally everything about himself. So the, the threat and the fear of losing that again, of losing even more, not just that, but knowing something important is lost. Horrific. Horrific. It's different thinking back on his past, that's just completely wiped and gone. There's not really a, 
Like, there's a hole there. He knows that there's something missing, but he can't pinpoint what. But when it came to, like, Yarrow and M and Nordia and forgetting all of them, he knew something was very wrong. And it wasn't going to be right if he just continued on without trying to fix it. Y'all fucked him up good. The power of friendship <laughs> really does work. <laughs> and it goes without noting... As the DM, this is the second time this has happened to Dianthus when he wakes up and doesn't have these memories. But this time, he has something to hold on to that isn't actively trying to kill him. Right, right, right. The wild thing is, I don't know if Dianthus will admit that he's our friend. No. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. season two, Caleb and I have already talked, like, one-on-one stuff, like, character arc stuff, kind of. But ironically, Dianthus is going down... He's going to be much so- softer and much worse in season two. Fuck my arc! Are you going to be a friend? It's not going to be a good arc, I'm telling you all that much. Oh boy. Oh dear. I feel you. Oh no. Yeah. Freckle? I'm a little scared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's very interesting. Because um, like you said, he's forgotten everything. And him knowing that like someone... in all these important people are missing and that they have become important enough for you to miss them that much, right, you know? Right. I think that alone kind of says a lot. Um, and Yaro didn't forget, I, from what I remember, I know he didn't forget Dianthus. Um, I don't think you forgot And so it's, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I have, oh? I have Rita. Who did I? Did I forget one? Yaro had the most, like, remembrance I believe, mm-hmm. but but the, it was it was kind of opposite, right? Because Dianthus didn't really remember, and it was like terrifying. Yaro remembered, but like didn't have access to how capable you were. So it was, mm-hmm. I know that I'm forgetting. Like I know who's important, but I don't know what to do to save anyone in this moment. Mm-hmm. So it was wow. it was reflective fear, but for different right, reasons. right. Yeah, I think that's interesting. <laughs> right, because he's so, like, I don't know, he always feels like he needs to help his friends. You know, like, people help me. It's only fair that I help them back. Like, these are people I care about. Um, and so he's just, yeah, he just really cares about his friends a lot. And even if, you know, he's unsure if Dianthus would consider him a friend or not, I think you said that, he said that once before or something, um, you know, after knowing each other for that many years, he very much considers Dianthus a friend, like a very a very good friend for sure. You know, so yeah. I think like especially mirroring that idea, Yaro's constant like anytime somebody goes to help Yaro, Yaro's like I will repay you. Mm-hmm. I, yes, but yes. we'll do anything for anyone. No questions, no exchanges. It's not transactional on the other end. But, like, I think that's what's really beautiful about that relationship is that you have somebody who, like Dianthus, who is like, honestly, fuck you. I'm going to do what's best for me except for this little guy. You touch this little guy. I will do anything. Mm -hmm. I will pay any toll, any fee. I will give up my life to make sure that this man is okay. And then having the person who's like, if you do something for me, I owe you. Like, I, I yeah. have a life debt to you. Yeah. Heartbreaking. You guys hurt me. <laughs> Speaking of hurting me. <laughs> uh, 
show Dianthus was on the moon, silly little guy. <laughs> and oh, with no. another silly little guy, cow. <laughs> Um, and what were the consequences of that? So <laughs> one minute seventeen to find out. Best Wahoo. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, press play in five, four, three, two, one, play. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna just tap my head. I want a mind link with him right now. I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to hear. I would say at this point there's a unspoken bond between the two of you yeah. that kind of yeah what is it Dianthus? this is dangerous this could get deadly and you're not subtle but i am thick in the head so if you want something use your words before we go in there Dianthus, are you worried for me You give me reason to be worried. I ask nothing of you. You are my friend. And I... I would be remiss to not tell you I hope that we don't die. Yeah. That being said... The last thing I'd like to do before mm-hmm. the cut... Uh-huh. Uh, go walk over, I'm gonna kiss him. Brief, very quick. Don't die. And we're gonna get in position to fight. You freaking maniac! <laughs> <laughs> I have no excuse. <laughs> Explain yourself. Listen. Six months with somebody is a long time. <laughs> and I feel like it's Yaro's fault. Okay? It's Yaro's fault, because Yaro is the one who has initially been making him be like, okay, caring about people doesn't automatically mean they get hurt. Caring about people sometimes solves them. So, caring about Cal, watching over Cal, them watching over each other on Valia for six months, was beneficial. And, yes, there was homosexual activity up there, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) But the gays were gay. The gays were winning, and, like, you know... It was a very selfish act, and I do at least expect that he and Cal are going to have a conversation in season two at some point about that. It was an extremely selfish act of we, one of us very well could die or be lost after we go into this fight, and I don't want to possibly live with the what if. I need to know if there's going to be something here. And wouldn't you know it, he didn't think of Cal when he kissed. So, now he knows. And he's not going to do anything about it! <laughs> Speaking of that, um, do you think that uh, beautiful ideology will carry over into next mm. season when mm. we are constantly at Death's door? Um, and do you think... <laughs> everybody will get a kiss from Diane. Everybody! Um, it is definitely going to carry over I think but it's it's how do I say without giving too much away what I'm kind of preparing (laughs) there is I think such a thing as being of caring too much of putting too much emphasis on the protector role when you're putting Mm -hmm. that pressure on yourself 
And we might most likely see that happening with Dianthus next season, where he's putting a lot more pressure on himself to protect everyone that he right now trusts and cares about, given that we don't fucking know who to trust at this point in time. Uh, he's not going to be very, very, very friendly towards anyone outside his little core group here. But those in the core group, he'll, he'll lay down whatever life he has for them, yes. Besties. Besties. I like to show a beautiful parallel because if there's one thing that Caleb fucking rocks at, it's a parallel, my guy. Mm -hmm. Period. Um, okay. And the love triangle with Dianthus is parallel to the love triangle with Nordia mm -hmm. in the way that um, Dianthus kisses Atlas. Or <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Jumping ahead. Shit, there. Hey, I leave my it. twig alone. Yeah. <laughs> I love Atlas. I love it. Um, Diana's kisses Cal in a rushed moment. Yep. Um, and uh, Atlas kisses Nordia in a rushed moment when they think that they're gonna lose mm -hmm. each other. Versus, mm -hmm. um, like Dianthus and Yarrow and Nordia and Gunner and Gunner says it out loud which right. is something that I don't think Dianthus will ever do but it's when I confess my feelings for you it will not be because it's rash yeah you yeah. know and like every time like even when Yarrow has been at death's fucking door you know like has been almost gone Dianthus doesn't say I'm in love with you Dianthus doesn't kiss him he just is like I'm here for you I'm going to save you. Stop fucking mm -hmm. Diagon. Get away from the water. Get away. Yeah. Get away from the water. Stop drowning. Stop drowning. I'm begging. But yeah. yeah. Now, does... Did Yaro find out about the kiss? No. Or is it just Nordia? Mm -hmm. Just Nordia knows. Yaro, I think, Yaro does away. not know. Yeah. Secrets are not yours to tell, Nordia. Period. And it's her and Zehan. Zehan also saw it. There's right, one more yeah. person. Is there? Fuck that guy. I hate Zayn. And Perry. 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 Yes, I forgot. What a <laughs> sneaky little lad. Right? Yeah. I, I think it will be so interesting. <laughs> Stranger's Guild trivia. Who oh, knows about the cow cows? Who knows about the cow cows? <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Freckle? I was saying, I think it's so interesting that the two people who specifically don't know about that kiss are Lady M and Yaro. I and I, for one, would love it. for them to both find out about it. Lady M scares me so bad, I don't want her to know that I kissed her man, okay? Here's the thing. I don't think that Lady M would be mad at you. I think she'd be mad at Cal. That's why I don't I want her to know. I don't want her to know. I think you're correct. <laughs> Cal will die yeah. by her hand. I can't let Cal her know. Cal will die. That is true. No, 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 no. Rest I think he's Calalicious. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, of parallels, I think Yaro and M's reaction will be the the feeling, uh, the hurt will be similar, but they will have very mm -hmm. different reactions. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. very excited to see how that plays out as well. Because I feel like Yaro and M are like, we we had a conversation about how Nordia and M are different, but the same. Yaro and, and M are just different and different, right? That's kind of why they, they, it yeah. works, right? right. But um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see how we react. And I, I can't wait for us to talk about it because we're going to, M and Yaro, we're going to talk about it and I can't wait. We absolutely should. We should. Hey, Bestie, have you 
heard any weird little kooky rumors lately? He's like, your man, just my man. What's, what's up with that? <laughs> what the heck is up with that? That's Speaking so of weird funny. little kooky rumors, oh, I heard no. that even when Cal was almost naked, uh, Dianthus was thinking of somebody else. If you want some tea <laughs> on that, baby girl, we can start <laughs> at 245. <laughs> In five, four, three, two, one, play. The last thing as you're kind of like collecting yourself, um, as I said, there's these moments that have come up with Cal that are strangely non-survival oriented but there's a moment where you are like kind of putting all these things together and in an odd and mistimed moment you remember not the time with cal in a quick invasive flash remember holding yarrow after he had oh, drowned. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, I love Icarus's reaction <laughs> to things. It's so funny. I love when Caleb says something and all of us turn red yeah. and fall off camera. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm making like a compilation for every episode I've done so far. It's like every time someone screams or like falls off camera and I'll release it one day to the public. How many are there so far? Like uh, 500? <laughs> up to 25. Caleb says a lot of like cool shit. So. Yeah. True. That's true. Retweet. Caleb's like, don't flatter me. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Pointing at Caleb, instigator. Goddamn instigator. I didn't yes. think of Yarrow. I, I didn't say, oh, well, I'm standing there under the water. The first person I think of is Yarrow Nogwin. No, I didn't say any of that. That was all this guy. Did you need to? Did you but, need to say right, it? listen. <laughs> There are certain things, and like as a DM, right, you follow certain parallels and you, you throw stuff out there. Um, and part of it was that I was influenced by some roles. Uh, sometimes you're like, why am, I, why am I doing the saving throw right now? And I'm like, it'll, it'll take a second for the scene to develop, and there you go. Um, but something, too, it's like as a DM, you never want to... I, I, t I tell people I never have the NPC initiate a kiss nice. or an intimate moment. Um, I will initiate, like, you know, sending them to the moon, right? I'll, I'll initiate <laughs> plot points. But this was something where I was like, I want Dianthus. Like, I didn't present the scene to illustrate this NPC. I illustrated the scene to show Dianthus later on when that kiss happened, not that I, I didn't know it was actually going to happen, Nobody but did. when that happens, it's what question are you actually asking and what does the answer or the outcome actually tell you? Right. Right. <laughs> I also feel I... like it's no... Oh. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. No. <laughs> I also feel like it's no coincidence that when presented a waterfall that Dianthus thinks of Yarrow. 
Listen. Like, that is every time you have saved that little guy's life, it's been because of water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know they if, drown. if it was on purpose or not, but, like, I don't, we didn't have a clip of it because, or at least I don't think we might, we might, actually. The the uh, first waterfall clip um, mm. in the montage episode where Yaro did kind of drown for the first time, that... <laughs> Unironically, dude, probably like one of the most important scenes of their relationship is that conversation. So I don't know if it was on purpose that you had a waterfall be there and that's kind of what triggered things. Oh, yeah. No, completely. Like, that was my thing (laughs) because I talked to my characters beforehand too, or I talked to my players about like, hey, I'm going to do something. It's a little risque, right? But I promise I'm not, you know, I'm not going to like, you know, jump scare, right? (laughs) Um, But. (laughs) <laughs> um but but yeah like in in showing a scene like that it's important and i did this too when yarrow first saw dianthus you know with your mask and shirt off type mm-hmm. situation it's not about putting my players in compromising situations it's about putting the characters in moments where they have to make decisions about their emotion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yes the waterfall was completely again parallels um, that scene, y'all were wandering through the Feywild. I could have narrated any sort of stuff, but right. I was like, a waterfall is a, a, a similar thing, a parallel to your moment with Yara. Yeah. So it was, it was good. It was fucking good. It got me good. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wanted to know. We have lots of like because. Dianthus's feelings, and please chime in at any moment, dear Dianthus, are so uh, mm, baited, right? Yeah. They're so, he keeps them so close. They are also showing everyone everything, right? Like the, being so withheld is information in and of itself, right? True. And so, uh, n- number one, and number two, I would like to know if Yarrow has similar moments to that, even not narrated. If you, Freckle, as Yarrow, have been like, this makes me think of Diaphus. Or like, like, you know what I mean? Things like that that are like, that you find in the story as well. We, we all want to know. Ask me for a friend. <laughs> I think. Oh boy. Let's see. I think definitely there are. A lot of moments where he's just like thinking if Dianthus isn't there, like, oh man, like I wish he was here, or what would he do? Um, because I think having so much trust in them, um, when you're in like these crazy new situations, you look towards the people that you are familiar with, um, and that you're comfortable with. Um, and so there's plenty of moments um where he's just like, Oh man, I wish this person was here. <laughs> Dianthus. Um <laughs> Um, and yeah, and just kind of thinking about how much more of, um, more comfortable scary situations would be if, you know, they were perhaps there, um, even like, I don't know, like, um, when we did our little heist or something, you know, that, those funny things, and he's like, oh man, you know, we're doing great, but like, too bad Dianthus is missing out, you know? (laughs) Cute. (laughs) I'll take those in the back of his mind. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It is funny, too, to show moments like that because the way that Freckle plays Yarrow is so 
true to the naive nature that I will, and I, I've done this a couple times, but I will, without saying it outright, be like, this NPC is hitting on Yarrow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like in moments like I think Gone Kui was yeah. probably the first mm-hmm. one. The owner of yep. the tavern is like into you and you just never over pick up head. on it. Like over the <laughs> no. head. This man lives in his tower. He's been working on research, trying to make sure his brother doesn't die for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like he is not even remotely aware. <laughs> and everyone in town is like, that's my type. That's my, like, that's oh, my type. There he is. <laughs> Like, what's going on in there? Well, wasn't there also some well, comment made really early on that they have a lot of secret admirers, too? Like, So, so Dianthus and Yarrow, their perpendicular aspects are their, their relationships to the people of Davern, right? Dianthus is the harbinger. He's the deathbringer. Mm-hmm. He is the one underneath, you know, the caves. Yarrow is hot, right? Like, everyone... <laughs> We're Yarrow, Yarrow is paid by the community to show up to the Breakone event to be put on display <laughs> and literally sparkle <laughs> in front of everybody. And both of these characters, both Dianthus and Yarrow, are like, yeah, no, I just stick to myself. And literally everyone in town knows who you are for very right. different reasons. But yeah, it right. is. Yeah, and even though Yar spends a lot of time in his tower, he still goes out, and he's very friendly, you know? He's friendly with the people right. in town, I'm sure. Um, so I think there is that also difference between the the little silly guy in the church who's like, mm, don't talk to me, and Yar, who's like, when I go out, I am going to be friendly to people. Like, these are, this is, like, our community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, I think, is very important to him, and he wants to have, like, a good standing with them. So it's definitely, it was a, quite a shock when people were not so happy with him. Not to derail the conversation too, too far, but what you just said about, this is our community. Dianthus has that moment in that solo where he forgets everyone, where he remembers like the first when he landed on Dalvern mm-hmm. and how he saw how fast a community will turn on somebody that they find suspicious. Mm-hmm. He's aware, he didn't help the situation, but he's aware of how easy a community <laughs> can turn on a person. So he keeping a distance from the community outside is almost a defense mechanism. Like one day soon, everyone's going to turn on somebody and I'm going to be the easiest one to turn on. Lo and behold, it's fucking Yarrow instead. Little guy that the community <laughs> turned on. <laughs> so now it's like, I have to protect you. Cause I, last time this happened, it was me. And I had to run off into the woods and live there for a couple of years before I could come back. <laughs> it very much is giving, uh, I have never been perceived in my life and everybody else being like, I literally perceive you every second of the day. You're not, I hate to bring it y'all, to you, Yarrow. Your invisibility cloak is not on right now. Uh, <laughs> he is being yeah. perceived. Speaking of being perceived, um, Lady M and Nordia really perceive you too. Um, and your, your, Gay rights! Gay, gay rights! rights! Gay rights! Gay rights! <laughs> um, gay rights, gay wrongs, um, right. which we'll see both <laughs> in this little clip. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and start at um, 3.40 to find out in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. I need exact words. 
I thought, well, I think he's trying to flirt. You <laughs> know, really, just wanted to show some sort of battle or something. But nice. showing you the little kind marbles. Of, yeah, kind of like how Diantha tries to flirt with you. No, no, that's funny. <laughs> no, we, there's none of that. We're, you are also cute. Immediately, like it's purpler. But you you hold it in front of you as Yaro goes to set up the fire and help with camp. There's a moment where it's just Dianthus and everything seems simple. And you can actually see Yaro through the glass. And then you do see the moment with Dianthus and Cal as the two of them are are suspended above ground. You do spot the kiss. And the magic dissipates, and all you see through the glass is Yarrow innocently dealing with stuff around camp. Some secrets are not yours. Tell Nausea some secrets are not yours. Tell some secrets are not yours. Tell. Please learn your lesson right now. Not everybody needs all the information. It's going to be okay. <laughs> oh, I love Nordia. I adore Nordia. <laughs> Gay rights and gay wrongs. That's right. Gay rights and gay wrongs. All right, my turn. Um. <laughs> yes. Betty. What is up? What is What's up? Going on? Just because you, your clip showed up first, I am so curious what, yeah. if there was any specific moment in time in, in the game where Em was like, there's something fruity for her, to, enough for her to like confidently be like, oh, like how he flirts with you to Yarrow. I'm just curious yeah. what makes her think that. So I'm so glad that you just asked me that question. Let's get into it. So I would say not to like go too far into like M psyche, but everything. Okay. This is how Yaro and M are similar, right? Everything's transactional, right? Mm -hmm. I owe you. Thanks so much. I'll pay you back. Right. For M it's like, it's like Faye favors. It's, it's the similar vein, but it's Mm -hmm. like some, it's like a different, but it's the same. So anyway, um, seeing dianthus out of the goodness of their heart take care of emrys my ass right like absolutely not you want to kiss the purple tiefling and i can see it right number one (laughs) number two i would say i mean it's not very many times that dianthus uses names yes every time dianthus talks about yarrow dianthus uses their name which is, I don't know if you even notice that you're doing that. No, I don't. But every time, but every time Emma's just like, huh, uh, huh, interesting, interesting. And, um, like, there's lots of, like, little quips and things that just, I think, t- correct me if I'm wrong, in game are just, like, Freckle and Icarus being funny at each other. But, like, in character, I'm like, just kiss! Just kiss on the mouth! Right? So it's a combination of, like, who M is as a character, and also the I- Icarus and Freckle, your dynamic is so fantastic that it translates so well. You guys are, you guys like each other so much as people that you can't, it can't help but seep into your characters, which is really, really fun to watch. So it's a combination of things that M was like, yeah, you guys are, it's, you're going to kiss, like, someday. Like, I, it's just going to happen, right? 
So yeah, that's what Very I would say. Fair. It's, I mean, it's important to note Franklin and I have known each other for several years at this like, point. Yeah, we've so, been playing yeah. together for a long time, yeah. so I think yeah. it's easy for us to like bounce off of each other's characters. Mm-hmm. We know kind of like how we each play really well. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I trans. I think that translates pretty pretty <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would say I want to know Freckle as Yarrow. Uh, tell me about that moment for you when I was like, oh, <laughs> like how, oh, right, right. Like right. I want to know what went through because you responded instantly, which was so brilliant. You're like, oh, that doesn't happen. That was hilarious, and I need to know what your oh, sorry, I'm yeah. on the camera. What your thought okay. process was for that? It was immediate. I think he was talking before he even realized he was. Yeah. Um. As soon as he heard it, he just wanted to like be like absolutely not because i don't believe that they flirt with me or even like me in that way um so to hear it from an outer source because until that moment i think it had all been in his little head um he was like this is just a me thing like there's absolutely no way any signs they don't exist um so for M to say that it was just like i think maybe that moment is kind of a little bit when it went like oh like this am, am i it's that denial but also that like oh if someone is seeing this could there potentially be like a little bit of that hope perhaps of maybe this reciprocated but also uh is m being for real is she messing with me she doesn't really mess with people necessarily very often so (laughs) there was a lot going through his head there (laughs) i love it i love it now sabrina Nordia saw something she probably should not have seen. Miss Thing, Nordia. <sighs> now that they're all back together at the start of season two, I'm just curious. You have to spoil nothing right away, right away. But, I mean, <laughs> how is she going to be acting around the, the specific boys that are in trouble? I think for Nordia specifically, one of the things that she hasn't got gotten to show is that she does have a lot of composure when she's not in life or death situations mm-hmm. you know yeah. like i don't know if you also saw the solo where she jumps off a motherfucking cliff in instances where it's not life or life or death literal end of the world like she is calm cool collected and i feel like now she's like okay there's a mess But it's not like the world is exploding this. Mm -hmm. And she also learned that like secrets sometimes are a secret for a reason. And that's her big lesson that she like learned from that season. So I feel like she's not going to say anything because I think part of her also realizes that if someone else had saw the same thing with the person that she likes the most who i won't reveal who it is um (laughs) that um she would equally like want to hear it from that person and not from somebody else interesting and i mean we like Mm -hmm. we see that when she's talking to gunner about cash die when she thinks that Mm -hmm. gunner was in love with cash die right like she wants to hear it from him Mm-hmm. So I think equally she knows that Yarrow and Lady M deserve to hear it from Dianthus and from Cal. Curious to see if they will. Will Cal tell her? That's a question. Is Cal going to say anything? It's funny listening to a conversation like this (laughs) with your players 
when as the dm you know what you're like this is coming in season two like uh-huh. this stuff is stuff's about to happen and sabrina is really it's funny you you said that about nordia like being composed in situation it's because sabrina is composed in moments of like player mishap or like oh my gosh, I don't know, like, I would freeze up or not know what to do, but Sabrina can key on to it well or throw something at me to throw me off. <laughs> but you did stumble upon something in that statement that is going to be a theme for season two. Oh. So. Quick, what did you say? Repeat, repeat. Secrets. Um Jesus, great. And who keeps them and stories and you know it, it's one it, it the, the hardest part about telling stories or about following a story is in life we never have moments to properly just sit with what's going on. And I think Nordia is the person that is most aware of this and in the context of the lore in Dalvern in the campaign, Nordia is tasked with a lot of juggling of secrets. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what keeps it very true to like the D&D campaign aspect, but also makes it to where if you roll an insight against Nordia, what are you looking for? There's so much stories. There's so many stories to glean from it makes it easy to be like i don't know nordia is thinking about whatever but i also think that like my favorite part of that whole thing is that nordia would never withhold or believes that she would never withhold something that is hers to tell from the group right like mm-hmm. she like mm-hmm. everything nordia knew about herself y'all knew with an instance that, that she knew she was like i might be a god i don't know <laughs> she did not keep a single thing from you but like when she saw the impact of like telling M's secret you know and now the two people that she cares about so much are like they don't like each other that much <laughs> you know and i think also like if she told Lady M or Yarrow, either of them first, she would feel so guilty about one, not giving their partners, um, they're not actually together, but you know, they're like love interests a second to explain it. But also like, you don't want to tell two people that it's at the same time, but also whoever you tell first, that is a clear like line that yeah. you're drawing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Speaking of a clear line, <laughs> um, I in when I was writing this thesis, I was like, I think it's gonna sound like it's just from Dianthus's perspective, but um, you fear yeah. everything in the world but me. I think Dianthus is so scared. You're and- right. <laughs> oh my god, you're so correct. He's so scared all the time, and I think that like it's very like much dismissed by like the people who are seen as strong right like lady m says to dianthus we are not people who get scared scared. that's right Mm -hmm. you know but like yarrow and nordia who like 
are not, do not see themselves as, like, strong individuals, right? Who do not see this, mm-hmm. like, need to resist fear. Um, both of them see it in, in Dianthus. Um, and I think Nordia, to a far lesser extent, I think Yaro sees it all the time, you know? And sees that, like, you're strong, but, like, even in day-to-day instances of, like, are you my friend? Yes, you are. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> are, are we good? We're good. We're good. We're good. Right? You know, We're like, Yara's yeah. always dope. there to reassure because Dianthus is afraid, afraid of a lot of interpersonal things, where I feel like um, Yara is, ex- is afraid of a lot of external things. Mm-hmm. Um. And we have um, one of the silliest little clips. Um, <laughs> to talk about that. Oh my gosh, it's so good! If you guys want to start at five seventeen, um, <laughs> y'all ate this one up. <laughs> we'll start in five, four, three, two. A lot of shit just happened. Is he all there mentally? Debatable. But for that reason, the first thing that he's going to say is the weirdest thing that he could probably bring up right now. And it is one of those things where he's brushing your face and then he just like holds, grabs a hold of the back of your head. You dropped a chandelier on me. That's what you're bringing up right now? Yes. Out of everything. Yes. I'm sorry. I dropped a chandelier on you. It was not on purpose. Why we... did you do it? What were you thinking? Why did I drop a chandelier? Why did you I drop a chandelier? Drop it on her, and then you know you just didn't move out of the way like the others did. So you were helping. I was helping. Yes, that was my idea of helping because I didn't know what else to do. If that is your idea of helping, then never do that again. I mean, I was helping in with that too and i think that went a lot better than the chandelier i'm it's a learning process learning process right sit down find Um, a bed to lay in you're not leaving this church tonight okay fair enough and Um, next time that you want to help me by dropping stuff on top of me don't you're very lucky that it hit me and only me that could have killed somebody yarrow it won't. I know. Okay. I know that now. It won't happen again. It was just a panic in the moment, you know, like survival instincts kind of make you a little stupider. Yeah, I can tell. Thanks. Um, okay. Um, I don't want the others to know. But, I mean, they might be able to help. I don't want their help. This is my thing. Okay. I'll deal with it my way. Will you accept my help? As long as you stay away from chandeliers. I can do that. The love of my life, <laughs> Just He's kiss on the mouth. I'm an asshole. I'm so sorry. He is. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's so mean all the time. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Can we talk about the look 
I don't know if this was on purpose, but the look <laughs> of hurt in Dianthus's mm. eyes when it was like, I was helping, I was helping, and like, I think Dianthus was assuming I was helping you, and then mm. Yaro says, everyone else moved out of the way, and then it looked like a moment of realization that it wasn't for him, you know? it You look crushed mm -hmm. in that instant and then you pick it back up and you're like well that's not helpful actually <laughs> and you <laughs> building off of that you're not mean until that moment right yeah. you're mm -hmm. not mean until that moment let's talk about it <laughs> so interesting <laughs> that scene i'm saying this with my whole chest the most important conversation they've ever had i'm saying that full chested mm. that is the most important conversation they've ever had because it is specifically specifically the line that could have killed someone implying that early on that it didn't kill him for another reason that if he had been normal mm. he could have actually died and the fear of had somebody else nordia or m or cal been in that same area they could have died and because he was caught in that he couldn't have done anything he couldn't have done anything it's this fear of, like, he doesn't know what his purpose is. He is trying to give himself a purpose, and his purpose is to protect everybody else. And Yaro trying to do that kind of infringes on that role that he's trying to make himself fit, and that's scary. Because if Yaro feels that, what's he left with? Nothing. Mm. Owie. Your response? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my I god. think about him frequently. Yaro didn't even consider that. It was in the moment mm -hmm. we had all just gotten magic. This was brand new. And this is a situation he'd never been in. And Dianthus is like, seems to know what he's doing, you know, very the outer appearance of like, okay, this is a fight. Clearly they're good at fighting. Um I'm not a fighter. What can I do in this situation that's not going to immediately put myself mm -hmm. in danger, even though, you know, I don't know. He just, he was like, shit, what do I do? Quick thinking, I'm going to make this happen and help Sandalier. Hopefully, people will move. Um, and I don't think it clicked that, yes, someone other than the bad guy could get hurt here um, until Dianthus had said that. And then it was that, oh shit, and feeling like I need to justify why I did this stupid thing, like why did I do this? Um, but then there was also, the, like, honestly the gay panic he had when um, mm -hmm. they were touching, like, his face and, because he's thinking, like, oh, okay we had this sweet moment where you're, like, healing me, and then you're bringing up this conversation, and it was such, like, a It was a deflection, baby. Head turn. It was a deflection. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about it was... the headlock situation because that scares the shit out of me. Let's talk about the chandelier. I'm gonna get angry at you now. Right. And Yara was like, okay, you are absolutely correct to be angry at me. This is that was a stupid thing I did. Um <laughs> they're definitely not gonna do it again. And they the last thing they wanted to do was like hurt anyone in their group. You know, he right. wants to also he he wants to be a protector, you know, like he sees how M and Dianthus are always out fighting and Nordia has these quick thinking ideas and is like he just feels like okay how do I become like that how do I stop being so scared and just start doing things to protect my friends so I think that'll be interesting also to see kind of like 
you know, how he's like, okay, I'm scared as shit right now, but fuck it, I need to do something, you know? Another hot day parallel um, is <laughs> <laughs> um, Dianthus Inyaro and uh, Nordia and Lady M have the parallel of Yarrow and Nordia are more than willing to take the hurt that the other two will give them. Yeah. yeah. But the difference between Nordia and Yarrow is that while Nordia doesn't think she's special, she knows when she's wrong. Mm-hmm. And Yarrow believes that if somebody says that they are wrong, they are wrong. And it's like very quick for them. Like anytime Yarrow has done anything, because if you, if Yarrow went to Nordia after the chandelier drop, she would have been like, that was brilliant. That was so smart. And it's Dianthus's fault that Dianthus didn't predict that movement. <laughs> like that would be- Come on, you can't thing. read his mind? Because you're- you did something that you found the solution that wasn't let me just stab you yeah. it was let mm-hmm. me get you away from all these people that you're hurting let me drop mm-hmm. a chandelier on, on you, you. bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and like and to see that like for yarrow when diantha says like you're you you did bad yarrow's like yeah i did bad but <laughs> both of them after this person, their their person, you know, like attacks them, they both are like, I want to help you, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. beautiful that right before Diantha says, I don't want your help. And then he's going off on his tangent and Yarrow says, you don't want anybody else's help, but can I give you mine? You know, like, I know mm-hmm. you already rejected me, but can can I help? It's so good. Caleb, you look like you had something juicy to say. <laughs> and, and just like a subset of what you just said, Sabrina, Yarrow's and like Freckle, you do a good job at like embodying Yarrow's like mannerisms. Uh, e- like even in moments where you're getting kind of berated, right? The last time that Dianthus brings up the chandelier, you have a moment of like, oh, this isn't about the chandelier. And it makes it to where like that... Like, oh, okay, what I did wrong was not necessarily, like, my quick thinking. It was Dianthus's aggression is showing to not be from a place of, like, distrust from you. But it it just comes out so well in, like, one of those... You're watching these two characters and... You're like, oh yeah, no, this is this is happening. Like this is like it's not it's not the cookie, it's not the chandelier, it's it's the undertone, it's the the fact that they both don't know, right? I was just gonna say, I what motivates Dianthus to take Yarrow's help when they would accept nobody else's help? And Yarrow, what motivates you to ask after they've so clearly stated they don't want anybody's help the floor Mm. is yours (laughs) i go first a lot frankly you go okay um i think it's because yarrow sees how much dianthus helps other people in in their case you know dianthus has been helping emrys for so long um 
And Yaru hasn't done a lot. You know, he's trying to do things, but he doesn't know what the fuck to do with all that. <laughs> so, um, I think it's watching Dianthus, you know, in these fights, in these situations, and not... I think they can tell that Dianthus does not want people's help. Um, and, you know, I think, what was it? Um, in the times where, like, Yaro was visiting Emrys and wanting to help, and Dianthus would be like, okay, well, either make yourself useful or leave or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it's never, like, an actual... Dianthus doesn't go, like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Hey, I need help. It's just Yaro trying to, in his mind figure out do they need help right now if they even needed help would they ask me probably not so he's trying to decipher mm. can i just help you with whatever it is if you don't want it if you do i'm gonna just offer it so it's always on the table just mm -hmm. so you know it's there just so you're not afraid to ask you're not afraid to accept it hopefully um, if the time comes mm. that you really need it We can't get into it. Season two's things, but we've talked about that. <laughs> the way that ties in directly to something I have talked to you about. Oh, anyway, look. Okay, okay. The reason Dianthus accepted, very lightly accepted Yaro's help specifically, was because there's a single line that Yaro says that I fixated on, which was, "I feel like," or it was roughly like. I think I did a good job back there. Back there being with Hemlock. Back there being with the memory mm. bullshit. Bringing them back to the present. Yeah, Yaro kind of accidentally caused it, but Yaro's also the reason they got back and that nightmare ended. So it is the fact that Yaro pointed that out. And it was mm. such a brief mention, but it stuck out in my brain, so it stuck out in Dianthus's of like, Yaro can help me. They just did. There's proof that uh, they can help me. Yeah. In a way yeah. that no one else can or has been able to in a hundred years. So mm. gently accepting that help without outright being like, yeah, fine, I trust you. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't have full control of your magic thing yet. But once you do, maybe. 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 I do yeah. have something based off of that. Um, Yaro, I think, recognized when in that moment um, during the the hemlock fight when there were the chains and stuff and Dianthus was like, you know, being dragged down. I think he recognized that there is this moment that they were scared and there's a scary thing that Dianthus won't admit to. And so that also adds into the like, well, you're scared and you won't ask for help. Let me help you. I can help. Like, I want to be able to help you. And that, I mean, that plays back into why he won't accept anyone else's help. Look at what he's dealing with, dude. It's mm. like gods and shit up on the fucking moon. Like, no one else is either going to believe him or has the power to do anything about this. Bianca mm. was a nightmare. And it took all of us set, hitting her with a chandelier. She just didn't come back up. She's still out there walking around. <laughs> like, we didn't finish the job. He doesn't, he doesn't think that we can. He fully believes that she's a god. He just can't figure out what kind. It's just, look, the shit he's dealing with, the people that are after him, are such massive threats to him. And everyone else around him is just like little guys, as far as he's aware at this point in time. Like, we didn't know about the M-Fa stuff mm -hmm. at this point. But like, everyone mm -hmm. to that point was just like people. Like, normal, mortal people. And he's not going to put people's lives at risk fighting gods for him. 
he will deal with it his own way by running away. Speaking of running away, um, also, <laughs> I'd like to apologize to our viewers. Apparently, my internet is being rude and disrespectful, and it's making oh, no. the visuals a little choppy. However, uh, we can be heard very fine, and these are okay. very, just, uh, you know, very intellectual. <laughs> For the viewers, no need to worry, because... Uh, this is being recorded, and it's going to go up on Saturday on the YouTube channel and the podcast. So even if you're, if you want to see our fun expressions and faces, you can rewatch stuff Saturday. So it'll be good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but uh, I want to go to our next clip because emotionally, Diethus is always sprinting. <laughs> true. Wow. Wow. So true. Um, and we see that really well in this clip. Um, and don't ask us about the blurred out section. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you. I appreciate I it. Go to seven thirty one. Press play in five, four, three, two, one. You saw that memory of mine. What do you think of me now? I think you're Dianthus. You're, I consider you a friend, though I don't know if you <laughs> would think the same of me, but... I thought that death was something that followed me. And I'm now starting to think it is more than that. That it is a part of me. And that can be dangerous. I mean, short, sure, but it seems like that there's danger everywhere. You. Does it scare you? Do I scare I you? mean, no. I mean, you, you brought me back from death. Oh my god. I'm so normal. I'm so normal. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I just here here's the thing, and here's why if I do rude and disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> do I scare you? Mm-hmm. Is such like a it's such a knife, you know, mm -hmm. because it's, we don't see Dianthus vying for attention. Dianthus doesn't give a lot of emotional bids in any of his relationships in the show. And that is the biggest bid for Dianthus to give because Dianthus thinks that they are the scariest motherfucker, you know? <laughs> they are trying to be the scariest motherfucker. Yeah. And but it's also an out. It is. It's the double side. So it's like, I'm trying to be scary, but if you are also scared of me, you're just like everybody else, and I am valid in pushing everyone away. That's so right. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. My question is why Dianthus? Why does Dianthus care 
why does Dianthus want the answer to this question? Why did you ask this question? If you want everyone to be afraid of you, why did you ask Yaro? Is because you like Yaro and want to kiss him on the face? Is it not? Oh mm, pleading the fifth. <laughs> I think at this point in time, because again, Dianthus did not have the gay awakening until the moon. At this point in time, they are not aware why they care so much it's an excellent question mm. they wouldn't be able to answer it because they don't know why they care so much about whether or not yaro is scared mm. of them they're expecting the answer to be well yeah look at you and it's not <laughs> it's a very simple blunt it's the bluntest yaro's ever been of no like huh no. what do you mean are you okay are you no that? hesitation too no hesitation no, no hesitation oh, i think no. too that was caught him so off guard because he was thinking oh yeah scared of like the things that are following you this whole situation yeah it's all scary and then they threw in that are you scared of me and it was an absolute like absolutely not i think when like they first met a little a little bit but, <laughs> um yeah no he's like you've been the one like trying to protect us and shit like yeah why why would i be scared of the person who is you know putting their life on the line to help me and bring me back from the dead and you know this whole this whole group you know scary um scary mean people don't do that <laughs> hot day parallel alert uh, uh yeah? and lady m <laughs> both do this though they both mm -hmm. um have the <laughs> Um, I'm scary, be scared of me. <laughs> um, yeah. But they also both have those moments in season one of please tell me that you love me even though you're seeing the scariest parts of me. Show mm -hmm. me that that I am worthy of this love. And uh, with uh, Diantha's mother, he wants to admit it or not, it's romantic love. And with uh, Lady M, it's platonic love. Mm -hmm. um, but both of them value those loves so much and we can see it in those instances, right? Because Dianthus never says to like Nordia when Nordia is like, can I help you? Like, are you okay? Dianthus isn't like, shouldn't you be scared of me, bitch? you like, aren't you scared of me? Dianthus doesn't ask Nordia that. Just Not like, yet. like Lady M doesn't ask or doesn't like show Yarrow their, their scars, right. you know? Mm -hmm. right, right. Like, both of them have this person that they trust and that they love and that they see the good in. They see good in them and they also mm -hmm. see power, which is something we got to do yes. in our little reshoot the yeah. other day, which I thought was a beautiful moment because that's like so the biggest thing about this group is every single person sees something in every other member of the party that that party member does not see in themselves and it's because it's the way that they connect to them mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Lady M yeah. and Dianthus see Nordia and Yaro's power pure power yeah. that like they don't understand yet yeah. and Nordia and Yaro see that there is pure good and safety in these people who think that they're unsafe for others mm -hmm. and like Nordia sees in Yaro like you are a good and selfless person and I know this and that's what like how their relationship ended at the end of the season with the note of like I will not vote for Yaro because I know that Yaro will vote for himself you know mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. oh yeah oh, I yeah. think yeah 
not to go off track, but I think that's so interesting between Noria and Yarum, and I can't wait for them to talk about that at some point and like those decisions. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of decisions, we decided to talk your guys' ears off. Um, so we're going to take a short little break, and then we will come back to this section and uh, see Dianthus go to the moon, and uh, Freckle almost start bawling. <laughs> so <laughs> we will be back in... Does five work for everybody? Yeah. Yeah, that works. Okay, we will be back in five. I'm going to try and fix my light situation. How do you, why did I move? Go back to where you were. Um, everybody's in frame currently, and uh, in case you've missed the first half, uh, we know that there's some vi visual stuff happening right now. I'm so sorry. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> um, actually, it looks like my internet's not that don't, bad right now. Maybe yourself. there's not. Don't jinx uh, Dossy Godwood. Um, but uh, this is uh the TCAP, the Strange Skilled Recap Show, um, where we recap little things that we love. And right now, um, we're talking about the little gay guys, oh, Dianthus and Yoro. <laughs> um, where we left off, um, is in our second part. Um, and we are going to watch a clip that is going to shatter you all. So be prepared. <laughs> Um, this clip is near and dear to my heart, and by that I mean it breaks my heart every time I see it. <laughs> um, we're gonna start at 8.40. Three, or sorry, five, <laughs> four, three, two, one, play. I, and the, the ivory man stands in front of you, and he's like, I told you you're not going to like this. Where are we? You are safe, but trust me, this was the only way. What are you talking about? As he kind of turns into like a dust, that perception check was to see who else was in this space. And you realize that standing with their hand on your chest is Hemlock. And she's holding you and picks you up her fingers break through your armor and grab your tunic and lift you up. Yarrow, you see Dianthus in front of you and Emrys kind of goes ahead before you can like stop him. And a single shard of crystal appears in Hemlock's hand and very lightly cuts your cheek, which is fine for a moment. But then, Yarrow, the same way that you saw Phineas, Dianthus turns into dark black rose petals and a cyclone of dust and glitter. And Yarrow, you hear the, the man that saved Dianthus 
in your ear and he says, I'm, I'm sorry, this was the only way. What, 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 what did you do? Disrespectful, Disrespectful. Bro. Can I rude. Caleb really quick. Why do you like hurting us? <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes I enter a session and I'm like, these are certain things that might happen, right? Like certain points. But sometimes, usually, someone has a really good line that either goes unnoticed or slightly derails what I was planning and I'm like oh this is going to hurt <laughs> and then I do it <laughs> and that's why it's a good story, a good um, story. and it it shows like the, the parallels right I don't plan a parallel right I'm not Nordy is this Yara is this this is what's gonna happen this is what's it, 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 it feels organic um, and so with with that scene specifically, um, Icarus and I had talked about yep. like mm -hmm. giving Dianthus something to like grapple with that wasn't like that basically forced them to get out of their home, mm -hmm. out of uh, out of the basement. And I took that a step <laughs> further. Um, and also, Icarus had said something uh, before the break a couple times about how like. Oh, Dianthus didn't know until the moon. The moon to me was like summer camp where all of these questions that you don't address during the school year, you put off until you're going to be around people that you'll never see again. And that's what Dianthus, that's what I was doing in a way that hurt initially, but was going to provide for a more rounded and essentially nice outcome mm -hmm. so i mean so i could be nice <laughs> without being too nice yes. right i see you i hear you <laughs> um still disrespectful <laughs> freckle question yes hit me with in it in that moment you know like you had already gone through a lot to try and save Dianthus at this point. And Dianthus wasn't even gone, you know? They were just gone from you, like, from your sight. Um, mm -hmm. And watching him get hurt like that, watching him leave, and seeing somebody who you thought was an ally to Dianthus in that moment, not doing anything to stop it, like, what was going through Yaro's head? It was just... A lot of pain and disbelief, I think. Um, I think he was just trying to process, like, oh my god, what just happened? There's no way that just happened. I did not just see this. Um, and that absolute fear of, like, oh my god, they're dead. <laughs> That's it. Like, they're gone. Um, but I know he can, you know. I think what I had him do was, like, he looked at the little threads or whatever, and it went to the little scrying glass or something. So he's like, all right, you're not dead. Great. But, um... Yeah, I think that was very hard for him having a person that you care about and you're trying to help and who's been helping you just, like, be ripped away like that. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I think about that that, that little silly moment a lot. <laughs> that was rough for him. He was going through, like, the five stages of grief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I that think cool little guy. I would love to bring up a little a fun little parallel. A fun little parallel. If mm-hmm. I may. Hot day parallel alert. You know, we love we parallels. Love parallels. <laughs> I guess it's more of a question for dearest Betty and dearest Caleb. Given that M and Cal were separated in the exact same way, how are they both? Either were they or are they still grappling with the fact that, yes, Cal also went to summer camp and spent a long time away from mm-hmm. from M. Because it was also six months for him. Yeah. Both Bestie, you can go first. <laughs> so, this is going to seem like a little bit of a cop-out. But... Boo! Come on! <laughs> but... Um, you know, I told all my players when we started this campaign that I was not going to be the one to be like, this is who you date and you have to be in a monogamous relationship by the end of season one. Right. Um, and in fact, the, everybody got a love triangle at the end of season one. And that was the thing, right? I was like, the events of, you know, what's what's been happening so far have been happening so fast that initially in my DM notes... I did not plan on Cal getting sent there as well. However, Dianthus alone could have been very interesting. However, the battle shook up in a way where I was like, I am presenting a homebrew mechanic that I don't want to punish my player with. However, they're not rolling very well. And how can I present a story aspect that can be dealt with later? And so when Dinah tried to do the same thing to M that was done to Dianthus, that moment of redirection, like y'all were level, was it level three at the time? Three or four. It was three or four. But but the implication was that this was a power that your character wasn't ready for. Mm-hmm. But on the relationship aspect, uh, M was just getting close. Like yeah. M was a lot closer to her moment, in my opinion, than Dianthus was to theirs. So I was like, if I push it to Dianthus and forego that interaction for Lady M, how does that change the dynamic? Mm-hmm. Of these love triangles so kind of a cop out but that was the that was the dm's uh Behind justification yeah i would say for M, she this is a similarity between emma dianthus that is really uh or excuse me a difference that's really striking to me is when these feelings started for dianthus it was like again correct me if i'm wrong but it, the way you play it seems like it's like confusion, yeah, right? It's like, yeah. what is this? Yep. What the, what, what I the need to hold on, on to this? Am I sick? Which, exactly, which I notice a lot in the moment where you're talking to, it, it brings out vulnerability in Dianthus that isn't normally there, yes. right? Like, yes. are you scared of me? Do I scare you? Like, that's a kind of vulnerability that Dianthus would not show, but it's because right. They're investigating, right? Like they want to know the answer, right? They're like, what's going on here? Why do I feel these things? Whereas M is the opposite, right? She feels things and they don't confuse her. She feels them like she, her feelings and emotions come to her with such clarity that it's like painful, right? So that's why she tampers everything down is because she's like, it hurts to feel this way because I, you know, for because she's like, it'll never last. Or like, blah, blah, blah. what a tragic thing that is tagged on to the end of that sentence. Um, and so for the moon, right, her instant 
response when Nordia was like, came back with the knife is she was like, they're dead. Cause yeah. she saw them disappear and turn to dust in front of her. So it was like for M again, like the, the emotion of grief came to her so clearly, so quickly that I don't think she really gave herself time to process any other option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once it did become clear that they were not dead, it was just anger. Like she's just, she was just angry. And so upon their return, I feel like she's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's going to be grappling with a lot of that anger at herself, at, uh, at Nordia, but she doesn't know where to place that because she knows it isn't Nordia's fault, but she's still mad about it because she can't let anything go ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like at, at, at Dianthus and Cal for going going away in the first place, right. even though it also wasn't their fault. Like she just has a lot of anger that she doesn't know where to place it all or who deserves it. But I think mostly she's angry at herself because she let it happen. She was literally there. She saw like she, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think for her, it's more internal. Whereas for Dianthus, it feels more inquisitive, if that makes sense, that makes which I think is interesting yeah. between the two. Yeah. I want to bring up another beautiful parallel, but to do so, we need to watch this next clip. Um, So, uh, Hathay parallel alert after this clip. Um, Let's start at 1027. In five, four, three, two, one. A man with long black hair and ivory skin is walking elbows linked with emrys how is dianthus doing it i don't know i don't know i don't know i couldn't figure it out so i brought him to him and then i don't know i can't i can't do anything i i'm going to be honest with you because although it may hurt, it is the kindest thing that I can do. He's gone. What's the point of having the magic if I can't even, I can't even. You feel that last squeeze of your hand as you come out of your trance and you realize that it is raining. And You can't quite explain it, but you know, you know that Yarrow is crying at this moment. Caleb. (laughs) Retweet on on Caleb. (laughs) Caleb. So Hathi parallel, I would like to point out, is actually a Yarrow and a Lady M parallel. And that is both of them watched their friend turn to dust right in front of them. The extra bit of that is afterwards, Yarrow watched their brother die. Something that they have been trying to avoid happening for years. And the, the difference between the two is both of them are then faced with Nordia, who is an optimistic person, but an intelligent person, and is trying to connect the dots for them. 
And the way that Yaro reacts to that is, why can't I do anything? Why, why can't I save the people that I care about? If I'm given magic, what, what's the point if I can't do anything with it? And Lady M's initial reaction, um, which Nordia sees right through, is, it's your fault. You destroyed the thing that connects this. You killed them, you know? Because she can't grapple with the fact that she wasn't able to do something. Both of them are struggling with the idea of they have this power, but it's useless to save the people they care about. Um, and I I think the really beautiful thing, even though it makes me want to box you, Caleb, that you did there is having, like, both of their people be able to see that they're hurting, you know? And, like... The difference with Lady M and Nordia's interaction is Nordia was able to be like, I'm here and I will give you whatever hope you need. And Dianthus was able to do nothing. Couldn't communicate with Yarrow in any sort of way. Um, which I think is tragic and beautiful because, like, they are so good at communicating with each other even though they don't tell the whole truth all the time they both are always able to say i'm here for you i will save you and in this instant dianthus is not able to say that yeah mm. yeah and there's nothing that they can do like you said the whole point of bringing emers to me was to make sure that he stayed alive like, that was the whole point. That was my purpose for the last five years, just keeping this weird guy alive and letting Yarrow take the time to figure out what's going on with him to fix him. And he's not even there to stop that from failing. Emrys is dead. Emrys is walking with death. They have seen that. They are going down the same path Dianthus has gone down, and they can do nothing to stop it. They can ask death, hey, pretty please don't do that. Pretty please. Pretty please. But... Law of nature, it's going to happen if it's going to happen. There is nothing right now, Dianthus, he could spare the dying if he had the physical body. But he doesn't. Because he's on the moon, because of bitch-ass Dinah. And that's, you know what? Fuck off, you know? <laughs> I hate that bitch so much. I, I do want to add that that is something where, Sabrina, I love how you summed that up. But it's something that, as the DM, I... I'll, I'll present something, be like, and this is because of something I have planned later on down the line without realizing like how heavy it's going to hit in the moment. And this is a, a slight teaser for season two. Um, but it does point to the fact that like Emirate, like Dianthus doesn't, or I, I should say Icarus may not know how crucial Dianthus was to keeping Emirus alive that whole time because it because emerus always seemed fine right like even when you know they were struggling to like come back you know you thought or dianthus probably thought because of you know your medicine and yaro's research that it was going but like you were with all that's happening with death in the background you were keeping emerus there so by losing dianthus like that magic and that that spoilers thing but like the thing that i i'm not saying right now that connection with death 
was what kept Emrys there and why when Dianthus came back, Emrys was able to return at the end I'm of season so one. Fuck. We love learning things. We love learning things. Yeah. Characters. Oh my god. Insane. I, I think that also brings up the slight tangent, but I gotta say it. The the really cool difference between Dianthus and Nordia and the idea of what him. is saving somebody. Mm. Because Dianthus pulls Emrys out because he promises to save mm -hmm. Emrys for Yarrow. But to Nordia, she saw the suffering and she saw that on this other plane, he wasn't suffering anymore. And to her, that's saving him. It's so it's so interesting you say that's that. That's so interesting. I guess spoiler for like the last last episode of season one. Dianthus actually did vote for Emrys to stay as a guardian because he realized that. He he said, I'm gonna vote for him to be the one of Dalvaran because at least Yaro can come to this temple and still talk to his brother. But he also came there and realized, like, yes, this is this guardian thing is like a guaranteed way to make it so that Emrys is not suffering anymore because he felt like he failed. And he did. Technically, he did fail. He failed Yarrow. Emrys died. That was the one thing he promised wouldn't happen and it happened. So fuck it. The next step is healing Emrys. There's a clear mm. answer here. So he, he voted for Emrys and he felt so horrible about it. That breaks my little heart. I would, yeah. only thing I want to add to this is it's like, on the topic of like saving people, et cetera, et cetera, mm -hmm. I think you said something that I really want to highlight is you're talking about Dianthus's search for a purpose yeah. and his purpose was Emrys. That yeah. was his purpose, was taking care of Emrys. And I, in the way Yarrow is so gentle with Dianthus, I think as a viewer <laughs> that Yarrow saw that taking care of Emrys gave him purpose. Is that true or false? We have discussed this in depth. You and have I. you? Oh, in depth we have in the DMs. We've got novels in there at this oh. fucking point. Okay. Paragraphs. There's all paragraphs. Short and sweet point of it is Dianthus is currently going into season two terrified that Yarrow is going to want nothing to do with him because Emrys is healed at this Baby point. Girl. He's healed. Emrys is good now, as, as far as and we can tell. He's been doing. That's what he thinks Yarrow, you know, that's needs why, him for. That's why he thought Yarrow kept him around, is because of Emrys. <sighs> and now that Emrys is fixed, more or less, that purpose Bestie. is gone. So why is, would Yarrow want to stick around him? Have I got news for Have you? I got news for you. <laughs> they want to kiss you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that also makes that conversation um, when they're about to vote even more interesting because Dianthus is like, my purpose, my purpose. So this is this is what I'm supposed to do. And Nordia is like, says who? I don't want to get yeah. into it, but like you got to understand, you saved his ass when you said if it was fate, you wouldn't have a choice. You saved mm -hmm. him from voting for himself. Yeah. You saved his fucking life, Nordia. And we're going to have discussions in season two. Oh, <laughs> I'm locking him in a room. 
I mean, it's, it's interesting because like when you were saying that, like I have like this little sheet I sent Caleb and it's all of Nordia's beliefs, you know, on these different topics. Right. And one of them is fate. Um, and Nordia believes that there are things that there are gods, there are things that push people towards certain directions. She believes that there are like good and bad poles, right? And that some people are unlucky and that the things are not in their favor. But she does not believe that there is one path for somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, to hear that, especially when she sees, like, how Yaro sees you, right? Like, she knows that you are more than death. And, like, oh. she wanted you to see that in that moment, too. That's you know? so fascinating. That's so, oh, that's so good. Oh, they are opposite in that. They are very much opposite. Dianthus thinks that there's a single purpose. Death brought him back, and they're just waiting to tell him why. It's so funny, Sally's <laughs> doing it. So, <laughs> I'll know when it's time. I'll know when it's time to know why I was brought back. But there was only one purpose, and I will find out why. Well, I think the beauty is, like, when, at, at least for Nordia, and, like, for me in life, Hot day parallels <laughs> is that for me and for Nordia, it's so easy to see what other people see and the people that they love when you love them. And Nordia doesn't tell Yaro this often and they haven't interacted as much. But the second she met Yaro, she saw the good and trusted Yaro, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why she immediately tells Yaro Lady M's secret right Mm -hmm. like she trusts him and she sees that yarrow trusts and loves dianthus and that somebody that that with that amount of good capacity in their heart like there's no way that dianthus can be bad or at least not all bad so that feeling is absolutely reciprocated sorry what was that (laughs) i'm trying to think of like the exact words you use that's like when they view Dianthus as like people avoid them like they aren't lonely on purpose people avoid mm. them right it's a difference i think if if i'm thinking what you're thinking I maybe think, think so. um it was Dianthus like isolated himself because like other people you know yeah, think yeah, he's yeah. scary or whatever this and that and yara more so isolated because of a like i have to focus on this thing i need to like i can't get distracted um it's more of a a chosen isolation and a I feel like I have to isolate myself mm-hmm. kind of situation. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's interesting. And to bounce back on saying, I think um, back to Nordia real quick, Yaro absolutely reciprocates that. He is like, he's such a good and powerful person in Nordia. Um, and... So when Nordia, like, told him, like, you know, Emrys is gone, stuff like that, I think hits a little harder coming from her than it would have, like, other people, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it just... Shit hurts. Shit hurts. <laughs> my wicked heart, man. Speaking of my <laughs> wicked heart, um, uh, this next section we were about to go into, um, and I will protect you from everything that scares you, um... 
these two little gay guys, you know? <laughs> Kiss on the mouth. Kiss on the mouth. Right now. Um, no matter where they are, they like, it's like you can feel them yearning for each other, even when they're not in the same room, you know? And you can feel how badly they want to protect each other. Um, and I think that this next clip really shows how badly um, Dianthus wants to protect Jaro. Uh, so let's start at 11.57. In five, four, three, two, one. All right, then I will tell you to do something that is in your power. When we get home, you will wipe Yaro's slate clean. Because the man that he murdered is standing right behind me. So there was no murder. You will wipe his slate clean. He will be a free man again. And it will come from your mouth. And if you deny that to me now, I do not need you. I will slit your throat here. Damn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh. I forget about that scene a lot. <laughs> That's one of those, like, I blacked out. I don't remember doing that. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's for extra context for our viewers extra and listeners, um, this is a person that Dianthus would kill on the spot. Yeah! Like, especially in a, uh, on a plane that nobody's really gonna know that Dianthus did it in the first place. That bitch be dead. Except <laughs> they're the only way that Yaro's name can get cleared. And like Dianthus gives up this this need for revenge, which seems so strong in Dianthus a lot of the times, because he cares so much about Yaro. Um and I want to know, uh, Icarus, Hello. what do you feel like sets that for Dianthus you know what do you feel like sets the need for revenge and what do you feel like makes him not need it when it's protecting Yaro oh what a fun concept I don't think it's it's revenge doesn't drive them the parallels between them he holds grudges he holds grudges for very long because he's lived for so long Dinah is an interesting little number because i mean technically he betrayed her he just didn't realize that he didn't know he cut off her dad's arm okay he wasn't aware that was her dad at the point in time and i still don't think he knows it was her dad but at that point in time it was like dude came at me with a sword i cut his arm off what did you want me to do and she turned against him it was like the one person that he was like you healed me up you pulled me out the fire you like you're a good cookie, and then she turned her back on him. So, for years, she's also held a grudge against it. The buttonheads. They buttonheads a lot. So, it is not so much that he wanted revenge on her. He just straight up doesn't like that bitch. And feels like life would be a lot easier if she wasn't here. If she wasn't involved. But she is also the reason he's up on that moon right now. You know? Like... She's the reason also Cal's up there. That's how he learns about Cal and Donna. They're up on that moon because of Dinah. 
And they kind of needed her to get off the moon, but additionally, yes, when they got to that gate, he was straight up, I'll kill you right now. Like, we're two steps from home, and I won't let you walk through that door if you tell me you're not going to do this, this solid, this solid for me. I will keep you breathing until I don't need you anymore. It was very, very important that he make sure Yarrow get, get, his, get his name cleared. Because he knows Yarrow did not kill somebody. Like, straight up, Yarrow couldn't do that. But that's not what the public's going to care about. The public has already made an opinion. The only way to make that opinion go away is for somebody of high authority to, you know, clear the slate. So that's where Dinah comes in. It is protecting, it's protecting Yarrow. Needs, needs to make sure Yarrow is going to stay safe because, again, they know what it's like for a community to turn on him and to run them out of town. It's, a, it's an island. It's a big island, but it's still an island. There's only so many places Yarrow could go. And if a, a mob really wants him dead, they will hunt them down no matter where they go. They're aware of that. They don't want that to happen. So if it means putting up with this bitch for another hundred years, he'll put up with her. If it means that Yarrow can live a peaceful life. And where, as the DM, I'm being very mean with the parallel, is while you have that conversation, I I can't remember if it was right before or right after, I established to the rest of the group that Dinah doesn't have that power anymore. Right so, yeah. so a lot of what I've done with the way that circumstance is thrown to your characters is not knowing where the power comes from right mm -hmm. that comes from your magic that comes from the the love that comes from the circumstance and so where it's especially tragic is i don't want to spoil the very end of season one um but dianthus you failed again yeah yeah yep. and how is that going to impact your relationship with Yarrow and all that stuff. So it's going to be interesting. It's so, it's <laughs> season so two. Much. He's doing so much to protect this little guy and he's fucking it up every step of the way. No, Betty, you first. Best I already asked Betty my question goes. first. I was going to say for Freckle, I, has Yarrow ever seen Dianthus behave that way? Number one. And would the answer to the question, do I scare you, would that answer still be the same if you had seen Dianthus say that? If, you, if Yarrow had seen that scene, what would Yarrow think of that? I think while thinking it was maybe a little unnecessary to threaten her, um, <laughs> you know, they're kind of more of a, if we can talk it out, we can talk it out. If yeah. we can't talk it out, then we can explore other options. But, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think, I don't think it would have necessarily changed the way he sees Dianthus. I think it would have changed more so the way that, um, you know, he sees Dianthus thinking of him. Um, just so like, oh, you care about me enough to go that far, um, to threaten this lady. So it is very like that would be like, interesting. acts of service love type. Like, yeah. Dianthus yes. is acts of service. That's very, very much. Show that he cares about somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
I just thought of a really funny joke in my head, and it is a t-shirt where it says, on a sliding scale from Nordia to Dianthus, how much do you crave death? And then it has Nordia at one end and Dianthus at the other. <laughs> and then all the characters. Oh my god. How much do you <laughs> crave death? That's so good. That'd be so funny. Add it to the list. Uh, I love it. Oh. Just a picture of death on the back. Just full <laughs> Something that I love so much about these two freaking little guys is um, their ability to comfort each other by just existing. Um, mm -hmm. And we'll see that in this next clip. Uh, oh. That you're going to start at um, 12.41 in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I am just, I'm gonna kneel in front of you. This is Pose checking you over. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna grab you by your fucking chin. You weird little purple man. Hello. I am keeping you away from every body of water on this island. Um, there was Dinah and she got stabbed in dust and you were, you were gone. I, don't go near any, um, sharp objects or Lady Dinah, please. I wasn't planning on it. Are you alright? Uh, no. Now I am. Good. Are you okay? I am now. <gasps> okay! <laughs> the... Uh, the way they both said, uh... I'm okay now? Okay. Alright. Okay. Crazy. Crazy. Nuts. So funny. I hate them so much. <laughs> so what did you mean by that, what baby? You, you wanna tell us? <laughs> Yarrow is safe. They're not panicking anymore. So now they are okay. Mm -hmm. They have Yarrow physically here again. Perfect. Right. And Yarrow, like I said before, it's... Dianthus is a familiar person. I've known, you know, They've known them for a long while. Um, and so, yeah, just having them there, it's like, okay, a little a little more comfort in this these horrible situations. Do you think that I they understand that? Do you think that they, like, recognize that, like, their heart steadies when the other person's there? Or, like, is it a... Oh, for some reason, for some odd reason, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, I don't have a heartbeat. So my heart doesn't do nothing, <laughs> but what? I do. Ca I, I do think Dianthus is more. I, I don't want to say calm. They're never calm. They're more. They're more aware and alert when Yaro's around, and when Yaro is not around, they are worried about where Yaro is and therefore not alert at all about their surroundings. <laughs> Because Yara is usually off getting into trouble accidentally. Troublemaker is your nickname for season two. Get ready for that. <laughs> Bring it on. Said the one who um, went to the moon. Yeah. That was Hemlock. That was Hemlock, baby. You don't know that. Um, <laughs> stop at. Stop at. Stop at. Stop at. Freckle. 
Um, in Yaro's case, I think it's I think it took a while, but I think at this point it is um acknowledged in, in their head about like, okay, yeah. If Dianthus is around, I do I I feel a little better, you know, like isn't that funny? Um But we're just we're such good friends, you know. He's <laughs> such a trustworthy person who like helps me out a lot and gets me out of dangerous situations. Like why wouldn't why wouldn't I feel more comfortable when he's around? Nuts. Nuts. I hate them. Nuts. I hate them so much. Insanity. Yes. <laughs> Is there ele- any element do you think of like because I imagine every single time y'all have one of these scenes, it's like, a, you know, Dianthus is looking over Yara or whatever, and then there's a moment where they make eye contact, and it's like... <laughs> right? Like, there's that moment every single time they look at each other. I feel like in my brain, when I'm, like, watching the film that is our campaign, <laughs> I see that. Do you think, one, that moment exists, or am I projecting? And two, <laughs> do you think... Because there totally is an element of softness like when dianthus heals other people dianthus is like you're healed yeah go on out there champ right right and yaro's always overpouring with gratitude whenever anyone does anything for them but there's just like an added layer that i feel like everyone else can see but the two of them are like whatever you know what i mean that is i might be making up but also i don't think i am you have no idea how much I'm holding back. <laughs> Every one of these scenes. Listen. You just want to kiss him, don't you? So bad. <laughs> so bad. These two are absolutely feral for each other. Prove me otherwise, babes. Uh, we had to make the fucking blood pact. Like, we, no confessions, no kissing all of season two. Agreed? Agreed. We had to make that. No! All of season two? All of season two, baby. You guys are disrespectful. Teehee. We hate and love the gays. So you hate me. Literally, I will have waited my whole life for these two little gay guys to kiss. Watching face right now is so funny because Icarus is like, oh, we had to do it. And Freckle's like, don't! It was difficult when you were like, hey, pack. And I was like, do it. I know how we are, and if we don't right. make this pact episode one, we're gonna, like, make a piss. We have to hold back. <laughs> we have to hold back. True. The whole season! Give the people what and they want! Give the people what they <laughs> want, and by the people, I mean me. Give me what I want. Oh but also, you, you don't know what's gonna happen in season two. There might be a moment. We'll have we'll, we'll discuss. I am playing the most emotionally repressed character I've ever made in my life. You think I will let a moment pass and let everybody scream and cry and scream and throw up? I will. I will. Here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing. They started off friends. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but um, I would like to point out that Yaro now, like when they figure out the kiss is going to think that Dianthus does Doesn't not mean. have feelings we for them. And that no. might be just enough to push Yaro to to move on. You know? I have thought Especially about Especially because so everybody be hitting on Yaro. And maybe now <laughs> that Lady M said 
this is what flirting is. And Yarrow is recognizing it in other places, is recognizing it when Gunnar's trying to flirt with Nordia, when all that kind of stuff, right? Like, is this season going to be, I've waited my whole life for you, and I will wait no more, you know? Mm. Like, oh, I have thought about things. Kayla, do you want to go first? No, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just um, responding. Quick back to what Betty had said. I do think Yoro, though, looks at Dianthus a certain way, like, softer. Anyway, yes. but he's not going to so do anything about it. He's softened yes, that you. fucking trend. Yes, yes. yes softened. Yeah. yeah. Um, These two games. Back to... <laughs> I think when Yaro finds out, it is this... Even after Lydium's little, little comment about... Oh, Flirting with you, there was maybe that little hint of, okay, well, maybe met. I don't know. Um, I think when they learn about that kiss, it is going to be a. I need to back off. Any sort of thing I'm giving off, I don't want to get in the middle of that. I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. I'm going to just mind my own business and not, you know, s- step on any toes over there. Um, so I think Yara is always very aware of afraid of how people are going to feel based on what he does and stuff um so it's very yeah i think there will be this bit of them kind of taking a little bit of a step back potentially when they learn about that um and so we'll we'll see we'll see because um i hate them so much because (laughs) with the calcus now dianthus is like i gotta take this shit fucking slow like, I gotta go slow, mm. which means that they are also inadvertently taking a step back. Because, like, if I go too fast and it's not right, like, I don't want to fuck this up for Yarrow. I really don't. And also, I'm dead. So, like, they kind of deserve somebody who has a beating heart, but regardless, <laughs> they are both like, okay, let's take a step back and evaluate. And also, mm-hmm. if anyone looks at Yarrow and, like, blinks their eyes and twirls their hair, I'm gonna cut their fucking head off. Like, <laughs> you know? You know? But they're jealousy. not going to admit that they're jealous. Jealousy no, never. Out of the fucking roof, I'm telling you. If anyone looks, I know there's a ball. I know there's a ball episode on the way. If anyone dances with Yarrow, it's game over, dude. I'm gonna go salt. Hey, Caleb, oh, write that down. Caleb, no. can I dance with someone? <laughs> I think. Okay, don't hate me, Icarus. <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. Um, Yarrow and Nordia definitely are going to talk more now that they, like, mm-hmm. see each other, you know? And if Yaro asks for Nordia's advice, it's not going in your favor. Like, to Nordia, because, you know, she has her dads. Y'all have seen how in love they those are. two are, oh, right? And Nordia even says, because to Nordia, it's kind of like one of the, love is one of the only things she sees in black and white you know Mm -hmm. like love and death are the two things that she sees in black and white and love is when you love somebody you love them fully you know and you don't you don't run to somebody else because they're gone for a second you know Mm -hmm. and I think Nordia would tell Yarrow like you deserve more than that even if they do have feelings for you like you would have waited years on the moon for Dianthus and they oh. couldn't even wait six months. Mm. So. Dianthus agrees with you! Dianthus agrees with you! <laughs> <laughs> A little quarter pops up, Dianthus approves. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I wow. then oh, that's so interesting to think about. And then so I guess like if anyone asks like Lady M's opinion, <laughs> what would what would she say about that? What would her advice be? About Diane Signaro? Yeah, like knowing, knowing the Cal kiss and Ah, uh, I would say knowing what she knows now, so not knowing about the kiss, she would be she wants to know that someone like herself, i.e. Dianthus, can be loved by someone good, i.e. Mm-hmm. Yaro. And so I think she would be for it, but in the selfish reason that she wants to be proven wrong oh. about, right? So I would say she'd be like, sure, go ahead. Love death incarnate. See what happens. And then they'd work out and she'd be like, shit. <laughs> hey, yeah. But if she knew about the kiss, she would say go for it and be so encouraging and enthusiastic because she wants Cal. Yeah. So she'd be like, yeah! yes. Oh, she'd that be like, is interesting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, another thing for, sure. for Lady Evan Nordia to argue about. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. You know, oh, I mean, you'd be selfish. Yes. <laughs> Lady M is not a good person. Like, she's selfish and manipulative. And, like, oh, that's yeah. how she has gotten to where she is in life, right? Oh, so. Yeah. If if she knew about the kiss, she would do everything in her power to get Dianthus and Yarrow together to have Cal to herself. <laughs> Here's the thing, Which though, is fascinating. If, yeah. if Nordia ever figured that out, she'd say the same thing to you that she said to Yarrow. Cal should have waited for you. True, true, true. true. I kissed Cal. Like, I'm the one. Yeah, true. but he could have pushed you off. Oh, that's true. And he could have said not. no. He and he instigated, you know? He mm. Like, we don't we don't know that Cal instigated a lot of things, but, like, that's Cal true. Actually, you're was right. flirting. Cal was naked yeah. under that waterfall. And Cal Knowing said, fully, yeah. Nordia sees, like, Cal <laughs> say, like, are you worried about Stop me? it! Like, dude, like, he dude. was begging to be kissed. <laughs> <laughs> he was asking to be smooched on the face yeah. like, and yeah. Nordia would be like one you're being selfish which is okay sometimes which is true but <laughs> that is your friend yes. and we are not selfish when it comes to our friends Lady M well you know it would also be right because Lady it, it's selfish but it's also Lady M knows they'd be happy together right if it was yeah. like if it was like Yarrow and Zehan, ah! Lady M would be like, hell yeah. Anyone with Zehan. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I would be like, not. no. 100%. Mm-mm. I don't want to say that. But I think no Nordia would be like, you both deserve better. Get better. Get better. Listen, Nordia doesn't. Nordia's not in love with either of them right now. Nordia has, like, feelings, but to Nordia, like, when you love somebody, you love that one person, mm-hmm. which is a very, like, kind of closed-minded thing. And I think, like, I would love to see a conversation where she's like, dad, father, hey, 
Um, Hello. You know how you only have loved each other, only, they're the only people who've ever loved each other, and, like, to hear, like, that that's not true, you know, that mm -hmm. people can have more mm -hmm. than one love in their life, and that's what, oh. like, makes it beautiful, oh. you know, is that there were plenty of options, but we Who's chose each other, we right. choose each other, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. I love okay. that. Like, I think okay. that's something that Nordia also needs to understand because in her head, all she sees is fairy tale stars. Mm -hmm. All she sees is meant mm -hmm. to be. And, like, she's had relate, not relationships in the past, but, like, she's had love interests in the past that she says no to being in relationships with because she's not in love with them. Like, that mm -hmm. is the bare minimum for her, you know? Betty had a Eureka moment. That calls back to if it was fate, you wouldn't have a choice. Hey! She's Nordy is proving herself wrong in that moment yeah. where it's yeah. like love is not fated. You do have a choice, right? Yeah. But yeah. but exactly like you said, that's what makes it magical. And I think that translates to Dianthus and Yaro in that they both have so many choices. Dianthus could just hold themselves up forever or, you know, X, Y, Z, leave, leave. Like, they don't have to stay there, right? right? Yarrow, everyone's fawning over Yarrow. They could have their pick of the crop, but they keep coming back to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that is beautiful. And also, to Sabrina's point about Nordia seeing things in black and white, something that I do a lot in scene transitions is once someone figures something out i propose you know as the dm but also as you know you're also playing at the mm -hmm. table i'm presenting something that directly contradicts that mm -hmm. like you know dianthus and cal were like literally they had an ego death moment yeah, when they, they rode did. on the stallion and stuff so like mm -hmm. their worldviews were momentarily like destroyed oh. And then, like, with Nordia, there's moments where it's, like, you're so sure of things. And we talked about this with, like, the Cash Die Gunner thing, where it's, like, oh, well, then this is how it is. And then Gunner provides nuance. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe in season two, Cal or Dianthus or, you know, I, I have a couple different ways that might come out. But, you know, nuance and the gray in black and white things makes makes for, you know questions speaking of waiting of God being there for it. somebody of choosing somebody i would like to tell you that if we are ever a famous show and watch <laughs> mojo does a top 10 countdown this will be a number one from lines from season one um i don't want to explain it anymore y'all <laughs> it's too good okay here we go um uh go from 1334 and three, two, one, play. But so it's like that. Like I have you around the waist, and it's face to face. Um, hi. Sorry, I'm late. It's okay. I I would have waited. Barking, Don't look at our recommended. Up the <laughs> I would have waited. Oh my god, this is mine right there. I would have waited. I would have waited, and Dianthus mm -hmm. did not. Mm -hmm. That's so, so funny. For our viewers at home, uh, they are Fly. like flying yeah. in this moment, like literally falling through the clouds. So, so yeah. They, go go check out the 
caught your own yeah, I caught you after you fell for the succubus. <laughs> which was Dianthus, Hi. which looked like Dianthus. It didn't talk like you. No, it didn't. It was asking for help. That should have been a red fucking flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry I'm late. I would have waited. Yeah. I'm gonna And scream. it's funny. Yara would have <laughs> waited. Yara would have waited as long as it took to get Dianthus and the rest of our friends off the moon. I want to ask what you were actually saying in those sentences, right? Because oh. you weren't just saying, sorry, I'm late. I would have waited, sorry. right? What were you actually saying? What were you saying, Dianthus? And what was your, what, what is the, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, what did, yeah. where mm -hmm. were you? Mm -hmm. what, the word? what did you, yeah. What were the underlying meanings? <laughs> sorry, I'm late can roughly translate to sorry, I left. Sorry, I didn't try harder to get to you faster. Sorry, mm. we're in this situation. Sorry, we're in the middle <laughs> of this fight. Sorry, I didn't try harder. That's mm. what sorry I'm late means. And I think it's okay, I would have waited is kind of like, um, it's okay because you're someone I care about. You're a friend no matter what you do. It, what It's okay. Like, you're an exception to a lot of ah. things. Oh. Um, I, I would wait for you to consider me a friend. I would wait for you to respect oh. me. I would wait for you to just want to spend time with me, whatever it may be. Yaro thinks that Dianthus is a person worth that. Scream and cry. Caleb? I have a question for Freckle. Because we've yep. talked, uh, you know, in, in this kind of context, but also in game, of how Dianthus is, like death domain right like influences mm -hmm. very obviously aspects of their character and backstory and all that sort of stuff but in talking about waiting in time and death like yarrow as a clockwork sorcerer how does that influence or guide the way that you see your relationship with dianthus i think it almost gives them a little more hope because while death is something that he is afraid of, you know, he's scared of Emmer's dying, he's scared of himself dying, his friends dying. Um, but now knowing that he has this weird time magic and maybe if he can learn to manipulate it a bit better, maybe there is a situation where if someone died, I can pull back the time and redo this or I can like twist these threads into a knot and stop that from happening. Or maybe I could just mess with things and, you know, selfishly not think of the consequences for the rest oh of the world Caleb your expression is scaring me um it meant protecting and saving the people I care about because they so badly want to be able to do that mm -hmm. they want to help they they have this hope that I have this now and while it wasn't useful then if I can learn to use this I can change things they think for the better but we know time is funny like that. So. <laughs> oh, I wish that Yarrow got Lady M's speech too. The you can't be afraid of it. It's yours. Yeah. Mm. Like it's your power, you know? And I think obviously like you can use power in selfish ways, but like at the end of the day, it's yours. And mm yes there's there's gray but 
saving people you love while it's selfish, it's never evil. It's never bad, you know, um, which is something that I really like in media and other D&D, like, real plays and all that kind of stuff is, like, when you save somebody, there's a consequence to that, with no doubt. But, like, you're saving somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that person can save someone else, too. <laughs> That's so beautiful. What the fuck? <laughs> That's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I will take my Pulitzer <sighs> Prize now. <laughs> These guys, I hate them so much. I'm going to put them... In a room. That's all. And they'll kiss. Maybe. Or, or, or they won't. Realistically, they will not. For at least mm, 50 years. Boo! But did you say 50 oh, years? I did. I did say 50 years. I'm just it's a little long. guy. I won't live that long. You to have go. to kiss in Nordia's lifetime. That is the rule. Oh, that yeah. is the rule. I can't die before you guys kiss. That would be very much a cliffhanger. It really was. It really I have was. that. Everyone has to know about the kiss. <laughs> Nordia is dangling from a cliff about to die. She's like, please just kiss. <laughs> I think Nordia would be the first person Yara goes to tell when they finally do kiss. <laughs> and oh, like, gonna be Nordia, oh my god, just what? Like, did I fuck up? Did I fuck this up? I feel like I fucked this up. That's so cute. I have Caleb. Uh, Caleb. Caleb. Tony copped it. That you're <laughs> <lying>. <laughs> taking notes. Oh, taking notes this whole so time. Of you. It's it's so funny doing these tea caps and like obviously last time I was watching, um, but being in it and you know even just interacting in our Discord and you know our. Uh, twitch and youtube and you know whatever you know medium we're on y'all will stumble across things that are happening that you the players and by extension the characters don't know are happening and so me as the dm is like that would be such a peculiar thing if that were to happen you are very alive stupid because i forget things like immediately <laughs> Here, here's the the realty on that that note that we talked about though. Nordy is gonna die before all you bitches. Hey. No. Listen. Unless we she have funny time magic. That, that thing, you know, the thing I'm talking about that we don't talk about mm -hmm. in front of Caleb, yes, the theory. Yes. Right. Yes. Unless she's that, that, then like we know like she's fine. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. But like, if she isn't. But if she isn't, then like. I think to Nordia, like, as long as she lives a life with love, it's a life worth living, you know? That's really sweet and all, but I'm not gonna let you die. That's so silly. If she dies of old age, what are you gonna do, bitch? Bring it back. Revivify. Time magic. Who's to say I can't just pop you in a little pocket of... No, Exactly. Make a little pocket dimension just for us. Just for us. That's very cute. I love that. But, like, so, like, uh, it's covered in the last episode, um, which if you have not watched it, you're dumb it. and stupid. I'm kidding. Oh, please watch it. Um, but like she Come even on. says that, you know, like when yeah. she realizes like she would spend eternity alone, but someone else also would have to do that. Mm -hmm. She's like, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Like I can't deem that fate worthy for anybody. Like 
party full of hypocrites. Life is yeah. life is love, and that's what makes it worth living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, speaking of life is love, death is also love. Time is also love. Time of death, baby. Time of death, baby. <laughs> um, I think that. Dianthus and Yarrow are such an interesting couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say couple from now on, I'm manifesting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they remind me a lot of like like there's this like sunshine and like grumpy character, right? But like to me it's it's this whole different level because both of them have storm clouds. Mm-hmm. Not both of them show it as often, right? But, like, Yarrow says a lot of things that are, like, sad thoughts. You know? Yeah! <laughs> like, I'll pay you back! I- I'll help you in whatever way! Like, that makes, at least me, I'm not sure if this is what what's going on in Yarrow's head. Uh, Freckle, feel free to chime in, but mm-hmm. it seems like people only love me if I can bring value to them. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that um, is a bit of how his head kind of works I think he does think like I need to be able to help people because people have helped me and I need to like repay that I need to just I think it's a pressure more so he puts on himself you know yeah that's how we meet Yarrow in the first (laughs) season with Gongkui it was like we gave gold Mm -hmm. you're you're doing this thing for us and then by extension they're helping you with your research it's just yeah it's it's just a constant cycle and there are each other's sunshines even if they don't realize it you know mm-hmm. yeah. oh my yeah. god <laughs> we haven't really touched I... on it really at all but time and death baby we didn't plan that first of all first of all <laughs> mm-hmm. we did not go into this shit like we're gonna like make our characters kiss we we didn't mm-hmm. we went haha that's so funny they both have flower names crazy right yeah. and now we're here and even <laughs> i almost had like a different character yes, and did. then i was like actually I'm gonna do this little guy, and then I went flower name. How about that? That was it. That was the concept. Exactly. And now we're here. And the fact that separately we made characters like death and time, and how Mm -hmm. intertwined those two concepts are, it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Some would say faded. Anyway, (gasps) it writes itself. It will be done. (laughs) We love the theme. Do you have something to say? I was just going to say, to put a little bow on this, at this moment in time with what your characters know, do you think your character thinks they will end up with the other? Mm, Or, slash, do they hope they will end up with the other? I think Yaro hopes. Whether or not actually... You know, because it's all it's all dependent on Dianthus for them. If Dianthus goes like, uh-uh, then they're like, oh, never mind, we're good. I'm gonna go do my own thing. But if they do show any interest, then it's I am... might be. Mm-hmm. I would like to. We kiss your little face. Fucking meeting. Uh, no to both. He hopes <gasps> they don't. He really hopes they don't what? because he knows how bad things are gonna get. He has oh, a horrible yeah, feeling really of how fair. bad things are going to get, and if they keep Yarrow at a distance, that is less chance Yarrow is going to get hurt. Mm. True. Or less chance that they'll have to feel the hurt. Or less chance mm. that he's going to have to see Yarrow die. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, same thing with, like, 
you know, you got the two little undead and the fae, and then you got the little tiefling and... Yeah. Human? <laughs> Human question mark? Yeah. Made of magic question mark? Cash. Made Cash. of dreams? Palace star. Palace star. Um, yeah. I love no. it. Yeah. I hope they end up together. I love Me too. Hey, God, it's Ooh. horrible. Ooh. This is torture not to just be like, yeah. Done and done, baby. Do it again. I do. Vegas. I can't. Gotta have the drama. Gotta have it. We need it. Gotta have the drama. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's juicy. We love it. Um, thank you all so much for watching the tea cap, uh, the Strangers Guild recap show. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody here right now. Um, I it might be because it's four o'clock in the morning, almost four twenty. Uh, it. Um, but uh, so I might be a little sentimental and delirious. <laughs> um, I love playing with all of them so much, and they are truly the best people in the world to create with. And uh, if you don't believe me, try it yourself because then you'll fall in love with them all platonically and then you'll move across the world and then it will be hard to talk to them more. But then you just love them more because distance makes the heart grow fonder. That's, right. um... That's fucking right. <laughs> Sabrina, we love you so much. Yeah. You're amazing. You are all right. treasures. And thank you guys for joining us today. Yes. Yes. Thank you. This was fun. So is, it, is, it too, is it too early to be like, hey, season two? Might be happening very soon, very soon. Is it? Is it too early? It's kind of, sort of soon. Soon enough. Follow Caleb the Bard underscore on Twitch for future episodes of the Strangers Guild. If you missed last season, go ahead and follow us on Spotify and on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts to listen to these episodes that Icarus is working their little booty off editing for us. If you do not already follow the lovely people here, all of their ads are down below. Right below me go follow them right now or else i will find you i will find you and i will give you a stern hey, talking hey, to hey hey hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> um all of the lovely little art of the characters you see on screen is done by freckle um and the clips today were edited by icarus um, thank you so much to the co-host of this show, Betty, and our wonderful DM, who without this, would none of this would be possible. Um, thank you so much. We love you. Have a great night. Um, and get your booties and gear and catch up. Because season two, it's going to hurt you. <laughs> and now we're, we're on hiatus, so now's the time. Now's the it time, baby. Now's the time. Make it happen. Until we figure out our schedules. Yeah. You, you have time to catch up. That's right. Yeah. So we're watching you. And you should be watching us. Follow us at the Strangers Guild on all social media. Um, thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.